0: Look, I'm just not ready for the weekend to be over. (laughs) I need a little more levity. So, today on CityCast Salt Lake, our friend Meg Walter, the editor in chief of The Beehive, is here, and we are talking about the local Mom Talk scandal. It may or may not have covered your timeline this weekend because it's pretty juicy. It's Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Meg, welcome back to CityCast Salt Lake. Ali, I think that
1: anytime your listeners hear I'm on, they're like, oh, good, it's time for some hard news. We're going to really <laughs> get into the nitty gritty of politics, global affairs. You're welcome.
0: Except I feel like maybe we are we're just we're just like less feet off the ground. Right I love now that with this with today's story I love that. our I would call it a story our story today is um about mom talk and I think before I ask you to tell us like what went down, we need to kind of define the cast of characters so the sort of some people have called the unraveling of this particular mom talk group concerns a particular group of utah women on tiktok can you set up like their brand for us what what are the vibes hot they're hot they all are just like these beautiful women who wear
1: athleisure um they work out they all all but one of them have like the same honey blonde hair um eyelash extensions drink from stanley cups have young children one or two kids and they're always dancing they're dancing through every tiktok trend and they're putting text on all of their videos following that trend explaining their life as a hot young mom um and they call themselves mom talk
0: the, oh, so they branded themselves Mom Talk. Yeah, they started the term Mom Talk. So it's this oh.
1: new generation of influencers, right? We had like the Instagram moms who did uh, outfits of the day for themselves and their kids in their beautiful homes. And now we have these TikTok moms who are constantly posting videos of them dancing by themselves together with their kids, with their husbands. It's
0: always dancing and there's always text Mm -hmm. to accompany the dancing. And there's like, I've watched a couple of these videos back in like, I remember there was one maybe even just a couple months ago that was getting a lot of attention because it's their content is, like, kind of sexed up. <laughs> and there was, like, one that they did where it was, like, a line of maybe, like, 12 women and the text caption was, like, people always ask why, like, Mormons have so many children. And then it was, like, because we're so hot. And it went through, like, the line of all the hot moms. And it was, like, it was just a – it was – More sexed up than anyone would imagine coming from mom talk.
1: Yeah. Well, especially Mormon mom talk, right? But every time they call themselves Mormon, no one is quite sure what to make of it. If it's tongue in cheek, if they are seriously members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or if they fall
0: somewhere completely in the middle. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then also these three women, they co-own a business, right? It's called Happy Valley.
1: Yeah, which is an apparel brand. (laughs) They do, um, my co-host Emily on our podcast, Hive Mind, where we described this, she said, because we all need another sweatshirt with words on it. Um, Like, that's a lot of what they do. You know, it's, it's we're brand, if you buy a Happy Valley sweatshirt that says
0: Happy Valley on it, we want you to feel cool. Right. But Happy Valley is a term that a lot of people who are not, like, from Utah County, in the state used to describe Provo, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or Utah County at large. You know, we have in Utah County, like the highest, I believe, population of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are Mormons and tend to vote conservatively and tend to be pretty affluent. And so it's... uh
0: It's a derogatory term to refer to Utah County. Okay, so their whole thing is they're sort of like owning it and trying to rebrand it.
1: They're constantly winking in their content. Most of what they do is trolling in a way that's not overtly mean, but they are. It's hard to know when they're being serious, which is part of this whole drama that has unfolded over the last week.
0: Yeah. Okay. let's get into it. What was the... I don't know if I would call it a domino or a pulled Jenga piece <laughs> that sort of sent this whole thing crashing. Uh, it
1: was a TikTok that Taylor posted, Taylor Frankie Paul. She's like the ringleader of Mom talk, and she's the one that's not blonde. She's been variations of blonde in the past, mm-hmm. but currently a brunette. And she posted a TikTok about how she's in her 20s, getting a divorce, raising young kids, going to therapy. And the comments were a lot of like, well, this is what happens when you don't share a room because she and her husband don't share a room. And this is what happens when you have an open marriage, because she had made videos in the past saying that she was in an open marriage, but again, no one knew whether or not she was being serious. Um, and so TikTok wasn't the best place to really dig into what was happening here because TikTok's not very user-friendly. So obviously. People doing the Lord's work took it to Reddit and Reddit became the place where this mystery started to be solved. And so people were posting theories, people claiming to know Taylor were posting their theories. And the allegation was that Taylor had had an affair with the husband of another woman who had made some appearances in t- in Mom Talk, because Mom Talk was kind of a constantly rotating cast of characters. So that was the long-held belief for a day or two. Then Taylor Frankie Paul hops on a TikTok Live and says, Listen, this divorce is my fault, but it's not because I had an affair. We were actually in a group of swingers who were soft swingers. Allie, what's a soft swinger, you ask? I regret that I have to tell you this. (laughs) They are swingers who don't go all the way. Okay. And one of their rules is that the spouses of the two people, so if two couples, husband and wife, husband and wife, if a wife couples with the other husband, the other husband and the other wife need to be in the room, which is a real nightmare scenario for me personally. But yeah, okay. That's why I'm not part of mom talk. The only reason why I'm yeah. not part of mom talk. <laughs> So Taylor claims that she and the husband of someone else in the group, she kept saying they were belligerent. I think she meant inebriated, but they went upstairs and they did something, whether it was soft swinging or more than soft swinging is yet to be determined. But that blew up the entire friend group. Three couples are now getting divorced.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So she did make it very clear in this life that one of the other women in Mom Talk was not a part of this group. Camille, her friend Camille, who is married to a guy that's really tall. She and her husband were not a part of this, but she did not exclude anyone else in Mom Talk. So in the days following, all these other moms of Mom Talk have gotten on their own TikTok lives and said, We, are not swingers. Hmm. However, <laughs> right, there have been photos emerging of Taylor, Taylor, Franking, Paul making out with some of these women, and so the conclusion seems to be: Oh, some of these people are lying. And now there's new theories on Reddit that Taylor made up the entire swinging story just to cover her tracks for having an affair. Meanwhile, her mom, who is a realtor, is hopping on her own TikTok and trying to make hay of this swinging scandal to sell Taylor and Tate's home. She has a TikTok where she says, does this
0: look familiar? That's right, it's Taylor and Tate's house and it's for sale. Say what you want about mom talk, they're industrious. Where would Kim Kardashian be without her sex tape? Mm -hmm. Where would Paris Hilton be
1: without her sex tape? How many more people know the name Taylor Frankie Paul than did a week ago? I would bet it's tripled, yeah, if not 10 times more. I think this was a strategic decision. I think the swinging was real. There have been some people who have posited that this is all a big hoax. I think selling your house is too far. Listing your house is too much proof that this was a real issue. But I think that Taylor looked in the situation and she said, I can make something of this, as all our great reality stars have in the past. And that's why she chose to be so public about this.
0: Whenever posture comes up in conversation, we all do that thing where we immediately sit upright and pull our shoulders back. Did you do it just now? I did a movement session with Chandler at Embodied Patients, and after a few gentle corrections, I was surprised to find sitting up straight is incredibly easy. Chandler's practice combines over a decade of study in yoga, Pilates, and the Alexander Technique. So why should you invest in your posture? Let's start with the link between better posture and better breathing. Whether you're returning to activity from an injury, looking to manage pain, or just have the sense things could be a little easier, Chandler will teach you to create sustainable movement habits so that you can enjoy the things you love for longer. Maybe that's running marathons. Maybe it's walking the dog. Visit embodiedpatients.com to book a session with Chandler and give yourself the gift of your own attention. I think what's been interesting to me is watching the response to this unfold, because there is there are people that are like, who cares? They're in the who cares camp. There are people that are in the like that are kind of clutching their pearls about uh, about there are the people that are really enjoying it and then there are the yeah. people that are clutching their pearls at the people enjoying it sure but i yeah. think like there is a level of like schadenfreude <laughs> happening here where it's like watching this chaos among a group of people who are at their TikTok pulpit all day trying to characterize what you should look like, act like, be like, sound like in order to be like a cool and good mom. Yeah. Is I think that's like the source of the shot in Florida. That's my sense.
1: And that's interesting. First, I want to address the people who are clutching their pearls at the people enjoying it. Last week was a terrible week to be a person in the United States of America, right? Mm -hmm. Like it was just it was so depressing. It was so heartbreaking. It was just so horrible. And then to have this thing to serve as a distraction for just like minutes at a time. I'm not being um, facetious when I say I am extremely grateful to have had this to talk about. Um, And I, I understand. I know some people are appalled that they call themselves Mormon and they don't think that That's right, because they don't really represent that church membership. But who who's watching this and thinking, ah, yes, active Latter-day Saints made this video. You know, I think that they made it very apparent that they were not fully participating in the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, The Schadenfreude. I mean, look, I watch their videos and I feel jealous. They look great. Like they look great I think fame is something that we all want if we're explicit about it or afraid to admit it. I think attention feels nice. And they've been getting a lot of attention. My personal reaction to this wasn't schadenfreude, but more like, oh, I feel bad for these people this is happening to like they're babies. They're 27. Yeah, that's a good point. They are young. They have kids. They they all have kids and their kids are gonna someday grow up and hear about the time their parents were exposed as swingers. Um, I can see how people maybe closer to their age who are in the same stage of life might feel a little more Schadenfreude toward them. Um But for me and the people I've talked to, it's been more like, wow, what a mess. I'm enjoying it. But I feel kind of weird about what this means for their kids, especially.
0: Yeah. I mean, my personal feeling is just that like if a husband and wife want to make out with their friends and they both consent to that, then that's kind of their right. Like it doesn't like offend me and I feel like they should just go in peace and keep making out with each other like I support them. But there is this element of like it being a skeleton in the closet and like, yeah, you wouldn't watch their TikToks and be like, these are active and devout members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints based on the teachings that we all understand. But at the same time, they have branded themselves as sort of it seems like part of a conservative culture. Like and so is that seems like why people think these are skeletons in the closet. And like there is like I guess my question is like, why is it why is this such a big deal?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think the conservative part, like we're speaking like conservative uh lowercase c, right? Like a, a culture that, uh, a purity culture, one where sex before marriage is frowned upon um, and where the teachings focus a lot on family, right? And the importance of fidelity and having children. Um, why does it feel like skeleton in the closet? And I, I, I guess the simple answer is because they've called themselves Mormon and whether they're joking or not, they do live in Utah and they do live among a lot of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, who most of whom I assume don't do this. I know there are pockets, right? But that's not something that is um widely accepted here and i don't know that it's widely accepted in other places but it's most especially not widely accepted here and i i have seen a lot of hand wringing over whether this is a product of purity culture and if it's because they were raised in the church of jesus christ of latter day saints that they ended up swinging i think that's a stretch you know i think it could be part of it um i think it would be hard to prove causation um I think they're just a bunch of hot people who were all attracted to each other and wanted to make out with each other and maybe got married too early in life before they were truly ready to commit. Or maybe the swinger lifestyle is what they truly want. And they had no qualms about it. But as Taylor explained in her live, her TikTok live, she, quote, caught feelings for this other person and it turned into something they hadn't anticipated it turning into. And that might be fairly common in the swinger community. It might not. I don't actually know. Hmm
0: do you think that how do you think this like ends do you think that they just kind of go in peace what you think with you think well (laughs) i think if, if if someone's
1: smart i mean she has millions of followers on tiktok and i think that there is a product to be made here and she doesn't strike me as the kind of person who would be opposed to that i think she wants to tell more of these kinds of stories why not cast her on the real housewives you know she's a mess like I would I would watch that. Someone do something with this. They're clearly open to being vulnerable and stirring up drama on TV and that's what we want. So I think it ends there. I think it ends with her I don't know if it ever truly ends, but I think she just continues to have a meteoric rise
0: to fame and this turns out well for her, honestly. Hmm. Okay. So you think maybe this is this is a cynical take, but, like, this is an audition.
1: Absolutely. And that's been a theory a lot of people have proposed. Uh, again, because they are selling their house, I think that it's, I don't think it's an audition, let's make this thing happen. I think this thing's happened, but let's turn it into an audition.
0: That's the American dream.
1: <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> Our last president was a reality TV star. I mean, like, this is, oh, avenue to success now. So good for her. I guess I I'm sorry that the pain is hard and real and people's lives are destroyed, but if I if I were Taylor Frankie Paul, I'd probably be doing the same thing she's doing, giving what it appears she wants from life.
0: Yeah. If you were the executive producer of her new TV show, what would you call it? South Jordan Swingers. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's important. I uh, I originally claimed that they lived in Daybreak, which would be like, oh, shocking, because Daybreak's kind of known to have a swinger community. Yeah, Whitney and Rose. Exactly. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, I've heard so many stories at this point, I don't even feel like I have to say allegedly, but I guess we still say allegedly. Um, yeah. And I was claiming that this all happened in Daybreak, and a friend who lives in Daybreak was very defensive and pointed out that this all actually happened a block outside of Daybreak, so... Okay. South Jordan, proper. I thought it was Draper. No, it's South Jordan. I mean, at least that's where Taylor lives. That video with them doing the Stanley Cups and they're all hot and dancing in the line is actually a
0: couple blocks from me and
1: Sandy. Hmm. I
0: wow. know.
1: How exciting for me, right? I can't.
0: I can't wait for you to give double decker bus tours of all their houses. All right. To honestly, tourists. that's where
1: this is headed. <laughs> I'm making as much as I can of this, you know? And that's like part of it. It's a whole ecosystem. She's producing this, which is leading to more content, which is leading to more content. Like the more we talk about it, the better it is for her. Mm -hmm. The more I come on this podcast to talk about it, the more people know Taylor Frankie Paul's name.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I guess we're a piece of the puzzle now. Meg, thank you for uh, regaling us with this story. I mean, I'm sorry, but also, you're welcome. (laughs) A little news before we go. Early Monday morning, a fire engulfed Silverado Apartments on 2nd South and 3rd East. All 13 units were destroyed, one person was killed, and several residents, as well as firefighters, are injured. As of recording, we do not know the cause of the fire, but we know it's bad. I know Salt Lakers will want to be a part of helping residents heal and rebuild. So if you're able to offer resources or you see a fundraising link, please text us at 801-203-0137 so we can share it out. That's our show today here on CityCast Salt Lake. I have to ask you, if you enjoy this show or are happy it exists, would you show us some love in the form of an Apple Podcasts review or Spotify stars? I know it's wrote to say rate and review, but I promise you it's really impactful. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around this city. Bye.